Well, how's things? You're listening to Band of Kill Buzz. If you tap the play button by accident, please keep listening. My life depends on it. Enjoy the show. Right, this week on Battle of Kill Buzz, the Hombres reflect on the Vlog Your Week Challenge. They pick another topic out of the Quality Street Box and preview the Phone Swap Challenge, which will be, which will mean all hell breaking loose. Our guest is a yoga fanatic, Leah Kelly, who shares her story of overcoming tough times, achieving a, met- a better mental state and taking on sea swimming, all with the help of yoga. Finally, for Kappa Chats, we name our top three respective moments for the club. Both games we played and watched, and also other events for the club. Hope you enjoy it. First thing, we'll just reflect on the old challenge we did last week. Um, it was basically who was the best live challenge. That was the gist of it. Um, I'm assuming everyone you did it this week, did you? Yeah. Reese got it done. <laughs> you do all the challenges. Yeah, <laughs> and you've got a 50% hit right now, so you're doing pretty well. Yeah, we're, we're, we're yeah. gaining confidence back in, you know. So, I yeah. So. How was your life this week, Dan? What, 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 what are we going to be seeing in this, this week's vlog? I was trying to do exciting stuff, but I was working like three days. So them days, I was kind of just like, I literally just recorded myself walking to work. <laughs> pretty boring. Did you talk at least? Or just your face, like... <laughs> One of them was just like recording in front of me. Okay. Pretty pretty boring. Um, No, I, I like I had a pretty boring week. Like, mm. Well, I don't know if we compare it. I had the... I had, covid and it was um so it was just literally a week in my room isolating most exciting things are doing was one day i went to get a test and a vcr one and i just recorded that as well as a coach like it's a big facility out and then um yeah no yeah. the, the big yeah it's mad looking and then uh, what's the evil air freshener going you know, off? you know you still the, don't remember that no I, I, why, i'm not expecting it so it's weird <laughs> you need to get a fucking a candle and put it on front of it because <laughs> it's flammable yeah it would be it would lighten yeah. things up but um and then my big day was i was rearranging my room so i did a big cinematic vlog of that so that's probably the most you're gonna get to be honest with you, i just forgot to record most days because it was just sat in my room so it was pretty bad but um i think mr adventure here might have might have won this week's challenge uh, yeah no like i didn't do too much vlogging during the week now because and um, you know i was working and i can't really record and work and um, i probably could but i don't think i'm meant to be um but I just threw in a few, like, you know, a few bits from what I would do in work, you know what I mean? A few, a few mm-hmm. photos or whatever. And I went driving as well. Jamie passed driving test, so I went driving up in Wicklow and different bits. I washed my car, wired in lights and stuff. Just a few little bits, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Nothing major. Yeah, probably um, beats us too now, like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah might. Just a, bit, a bit of content, you know. A bit of content. Yeah. But it's, it's what you I think it proves that everyone, and this isn't like a, something to feel sorry about but um everyone has like born lives and that's okay mm-hmm. like i don't people are saying oh no no your life is great your life is exciting most people have born lives but we don't probably oh you see people like logan paul and stuff documenting their lives like that's not really how they live most of the time well it's, it's sometimes li- it is, living but. for the camera like you know exactly yeah like, like we have born lives but like well i can say i obviously can't yeah. talk for anyone else but i know i have a born life but but we're like it's almost like a privilege to have a born life like you know like the other option is like you're being <clears throat> you're fleeing your country for like fear of your life you know like it's kind of yeah, we're kind of lucky to be able to be bored in our lives you know yeah i don't show it to the camera but i'm excited about my boring life like i like how i live you know i don't know i i can't speak for anyone else obviously but do you use mm. are you content in life oh um, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. will be like you know i never really find myself bored but like other people looking in might think it's boring you know like yeah. if i'm if i'm doing nothing i might go on my phone and watch a bit of tiktok or something to do though well I'd say over the summer, 
when summer kicks in. Mm. Vlog the fucking vlog the summer. Yeah, be good. If you could, yeah, if we could, the only thing you did the way like you like did like a second from every day. If you could vlog yeah. every day of the summer, yeah, like obviously like all of us. Well, yeah, I, it's it's tough. It's easy to say mm-hmm. now, but it is tough. Like you're enjoying your yeah. summer. The last year, I think I'm going to record what I'm doing. Like, well, if you make it habit, like you know, like that thing, that was a second day thing. It's on my Instagram right now, Instagram Adam. If you want to check it out, it's um. It's like a video, and it was like a th- one second long video every day, and it all comes together at the end of the end of the, week, the year. It's about five minutes long, but it's like it's mad watching it because you do actually remember every day, or do you remember like, oh, I remember doing that. I think I think you could, you can make, you know, you know, adventure out of vlogs like that. So it might be something to come down the chamber, you know. Exactly, that is very true. Right, boys, we move on to the yep. topic of the week. So thank you for the honors. Thanks so much. This is the afternoon tea box. We've moved on. For, what was it last week? Quality box. Quality street box. You have to. Ah, yeah. Up in class. I hope this is good so you don't have to pick a second out. Right. This is. Ooh. History of fallouts with mates. So, have any of you fallen out with any of your mates? Oh, Jesus. You're not here. You're not here. No, yeah. you're not Oh, okay. we'll probably is... have to not name names. We'll have to, yeah, there will be a fucking I'll war. Think about this. Is anyone? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> calling out like, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I remember having fun out with you, Dan. Explain. I just remember he like back in the day we used to have good crack like on the bus and stuff like that, and um, one of the lads was taking the piss out, you know, like. And which one of the lads was you? No, but the, one of the other lads was taking the piss out of you the whole time. We tried sticking up for you, me, me and Jimmy. Oh, and to be you. fair, no, in fairness to you, yeah, that was... And then you see, you just turn around and toss the fuck off, you know what I mean? No, in fairness, no, I do, I, I remember that, now. that was a lad in the bus, I'm not going to name his name. Yeah, no, he was going for me, that... off the stand as Yeah, and I remember that, no, that was, he was calling me, Um, I remember my voice was very high at the time, and said, uh, you know, you're the usual stupid shy, oh, you're gay and all this crap and, yeah, and he said it to me and I, I said you think you're fucking cool saying all that like you think it's gonna offend me and stuff mm-hmm. I said oh you're gay oh you think you're all hard and all this you think you're cool with your gay voice and they just come in and said what the fuck are you talking about like you're you're supposed to have a bit of fucking maturity I know you're only 14 you're supposed to have a slight bit of maturity about you or at least not to say shite like that I know everyone has said it and probably regret and maybe he did regret it but uh yeah that was one thing yeah there you go. What's the right. biggest fallout now that we were getting a bit too um, sentimental? Yeah, this is getting deep here. This is supposed to be dark. Um, like a lot of them was like when I was younger and just kind of petty stuff where you just like don't get on with lads and you're like you both want to be like the main character or something like that. You're about fighting. But um, one I can remember, I guess, closer ish, I'm nervous saying names now. So let's try. I was like, I was basically like mean to Slad. I don't know why we were friends. And I, I we got on, but like just in hindsight, we were just constantly fighting around each other's nerves. And then one day it was, yeah, it was just weird, does it? You know, like I never, like you have a screen match of people. It's like I went to the, as one year I went, one of the years I went to the Gale talk to went with him, and I was just like, I remember having screaming matches with him, like that thing, and I was just like, this is bad, like you know, kind of. <laughs> it's felt because it's a very like close quarters the Gale talk, especially as you get older, where it's like these are sharing a room and you can just be having it. Like I, I, I'm usually a really chill person, but like when I kind of see red, I go, I just get really angry. And what were the screen matches about? We do, it just be over simple stuff, like, but it'd be about stuff about, about each other that really pissed off. Like, Oh, you're just, you're, you're an idiot. Like that kind of thing like that. And, um, it was never like, oh, yeah, I, the stories I want to tell, but it's like, I don't want to be going on. Like there's like one where like, basically we were meant to be doing a talent show together and um me and i were practicing for ages and it was like gonna be a big enough audience show 
and then it was like right before this lad, he, he just had a temper on him back when he's younger. He's better. He's a lot better now, very soon. And but um, he just it got the better of him one day, and he just like he he got in a fight with a guy right for the talent show, and then the people who were organizing it were like, "Oh, he can't do it," and I was like, "Oh, okay. Well, I guess I won't do it." They're like, "Oh no, he can still do it," but it was like meant to be like I was playing the guitar and he'd sing, and then it was like I got up on stage in front of like loads of people. I'm just it's like probably like maybe 500 people like you remember oh, this yeah. this is like in the old old sports hall like and then i i'm saying i i didn't practicing and so i'm just like trying to play guitar singing i'm yours oh yeah and i was like well you don't know me and you're better so i was kind of yeah. that was a bit tough and so that wasn't necessarily something your man had done but that was just like it pushed, pushed the friendship over, I suppose, a little bit yeah like he apologized was the kind of thing where it's like that kind of thing would happen regular enough not regular enough but like it was kind of like that's one memory i had from the friend it was like yeah i just got this is kind of hard to like be doing bits with yeah. him there now how about you dan any like fallout stories oh fallouts have plenty of them i love this topic yeah go on <laughs> he's been waiting <laughs> um i'll just i'm not gonna go name and all them. i'll just name one and uh, we haven't that much time uh but uh one of them was i'm just trying to think i'm nearly falling out with people every year and the thing is i'm not even confrontational like mm. i fall out like I've lost, I think I can think of one year when I've lost, like, a good fucking friend or a friend group. Uh, not a group, that's a bit over top. Mm. But uh, I, there was one year now, there was a lad I was good friends. I There's actually two stories, but no, I'll, I've said one of them already and I got in trouble for saying it. But uh, <laughs> there was a lad I was good friends with. And it's actually a good story. And this just shows, I just understand the fakeness of people. So I was good friends with this fellow, whatever. I'm not going to say what year it was because people will know then, but some people will know. But I was good friends with this lad, whatever. And uh, yeah, good friends was best friends with him on Snapchat. Not that that means anything. But uh, yeah, just talking over the summer, met up with him a few times, good old crack. Um, wasn't a drinking age at this stage, but, you know, playing a bit of football, playing a bit of golf, a bit of stuff like that. Uh, good old crack with him. I uh, thought we were good friends, you know, as, as you would if you're meeting up with someone. And um, yeah, and then I remember the first day we came back to the next year of school, this is over the summer, and then we came back next year of school. I said, geez, yeah, looking forward to being good crack again you know hopefully we're in the same class and stuff like that and i'll never forget this actually i was going down um i was walking down the hallway the old the old school and anyway basically so then i hadn't this was two or three days in i was thinking i hadn't seen him you know i was thinking i hadn't been taught you know the way you'd, you'd see your best friends like you'd see them and i remember coming in the hallway and i said fucking hell that's him and um he had seen me he looked around and he saw me i said why didn't he turn around and i just kind of and foolishly enough i followed him and i kind of hit him a fucking dig i said well what's the story how are you getting on and he literally is just like, oh, yeah. I just completely blanks me. Jesus, right? I swear, this is actually genuinely true. And I follow, and I was, I was talking. I was like, well, how are you getting? Oh, I just thought he was being. I know, I, I, I should have seen it. And I, you know, like where the um the re, the religion room thing is. Oh no, the library. Yeah, yeah. Or do you know where like yeah, you yeah. sit in the oratory? Yeah, yeah. I, I was walking with him from there until like you get out to the football place. You know where you like people yeah, play like yeah. football. I was talking to him until there. I got about three words out. Oh. I was like, right, I'll see you later. So and I was just like, what the fuck just happened <laughs> well yeah that was my story what's yours yeah. uh reese have you oh, anything else too many we've too many it's bad isn't it we can't we've so many friends we're like but we're trying to decide who we feel good like oh, putting on blast yeah but someone else's story was actually quite funny one for lads go on work um i have loads of ones but like i mean they're not amazing they're oh yeah no go on what's your what's one of them think of one of them vent here to uh, us one of them was we were good friends for a good while and we're still kind of we're all right like we're on okay terms like you know i mean you see i don't really hold grudges with people but at the same time if someone's annoying me yeah i've no problem cutting them out in my life like, what are you doing? 
fuck, like you're annoying me, that's it, good luck. Um, but yeah, no, we were at my friend's house and there was about four of us all together. Um, this friend in particular, uh, I think he was kind of getting annoyed that we were all kind of, like I would have been good friends with him, but then like when I hung out with the other lads as well, I feel like he felt I was being more friends with them than I was him mm-hmm. or whatever. But really, you know, if you hang out with a group of lads, it's all just a bit of crack. Like, you know, yeah. you, like, you, you're not going out with the fucker. Like, you know, so. Oh, I know you're talking about. <laughs> I, ended up, I, ended up, uh, I don't know what he was doing, but uh, the fellow who owned the house, the attic was open. So we got this friend to uh, go up into the attic, friend A, we'll call him. And we got him to, <laughs> we got him to go up into the attic to get something. I don't know why the fuck he was up in the attic, but anyway. Uh, we ended up closing it behind them. <laughs> Leaving them up there for like two minutes. Not even just taking the piss. Pretend to walk downstairs. And he came down anyway. So pissed off. And uh, he came down anyway. Hopped on his bike and cycled off home. Oh fuck did he? What did he say to you? Did he like go no, after he you? He was just like, I'm fucking done with this or whatever. And went home. And then we were having pizza at the back. And he came back about half an hour later when we were having the pizza. Then he lost his shit because all the pizza was gone. So we're after eating it all. Right, yeah. <laughs> and then we were staying the night at this fellow's house or whatever. And, you know, after a while, he eventually, uh, you know, just slagging and stuff like that. Time to grow up or whatever. Uh, do you... <laughs> Halfway through the sleepover, in the middle of the night, he just went home. <laughs> telling, he just dipped. <laughs> and, um, so when you just like looked and went like like there was light and flash gone, like, and the just, room went black and he's gone. Yeah. It's just funny. We didn't really talk to him then after that for a bit. Well, well how did you get home? Did he just uh, cycle? He, it was in the same estate, like you know. Oh like, right, he didn't like cycle through the bushes or something. No, like that. no, 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 it wasn't bad. But like we're grand now. I mean, we were quite immature when we were younger. So I, like we probably didn't mm. take the piss out of him really too much. But one of the lads in work, um, when he was with us for a while, his name was Paddy. He uh. He had a story now, one of his mates, and um, basically, he had a friend, what was his name? Can't, can't think of the names, they were called A and B. So he had a friend A and a friend B, and he used to always go over to friend A's house for after school or whatever, and chatting away, and um, friend A's house was disgusting, like, you know, mm. you wouldn't even sit on the couch, it was that bad, like, it was just <laughs> awful. Just shit everywhere, mm. fast and all that stuff. He says, but he'd always go over there after because it was the closest. But then whenever they were leaving, friend B would always take his time. He'd be like, "Oh yeah, I'll be out just there in two minutes or whatever, and just go go to the jacks or whatever." But sure, turns out it wasn't friend B getting with fucking friend A's mother. What? what the <laughs> fuck? I swear to it's God, it's the biggest fucking turn in history. Yeah. Jesus oh, yeah. Christ! That's what was happening. Some, wait, uh, so friend? Okay, so friend. It was, so it was friend A's, A's house. house. Friend A's house, and friend B was getting with friend A's mother. What age is the, the mother? Time. These are well, grown ups, are they? The mother. He said the mother was oh, really like you know, like disgusting. Like you know what I mean? She what was, age? Like, but would you? There, would so you? She would have been in her like forties. Like. Oh, so oh, these were this when they were kids. This when they were kids. Yeah. Oh, so <laughs> I think it was now was like a fucking guild faction or something. No, like no, that. no, this is when they were younger. They were, they were our age, and the mother was about 40, 50. Christ, right? <laughs> but like your man saying, like, why would you do that? Like, how could you even do that? Because apparently, how did you discover that as well? They never like 
they never cleaned anything or anything. Their clothes are always like the house just stunk and all. Maybe she wasn't in her clothes. Oh well, then yeah, that's yeah, that, that helps. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, so much better. I can, but, just, uh, I can just pick some ride on top of a plate of chips or something. Like that. Stop. Yeah, <laughs> Isn't that, that's what the house was like, though. Like, when, like, how long are you keeping this going on that you actually reveal? Like, is yeah, this, how long is, was it? Is this like that kind of meme oh, where it's like. Two years. Christ, right. Yeah. How did he find out? But that it's a routine as well that he's like, Yeah, I'll be out in a minute, boys. How did he find out? <laughs> yeah. Tell me the story. Walk back into the house. Oh. Like, so, friend, they never found out. What was the picture? No, so. he never found out. Oh, my. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't the one who caught him. Yeah. yeah. I don't think you're going to recover from that, like seeing your mom and your friend. Like, that'd be no, that's like, traumatic. Geez, you never look at your mother in the same You never, yeah, you, you never, never trust your, your friends. No, <laughs> the friend thing is, well, both of them would be like. No, I think, I think, it, I think the mother thing, or like, your mother would be more on the wrong. Yeah, no, no. Lads, no. Teenage, lads, like, yeah, yeah, like, you know boys I mean? will be boys. Yeah, well, boys no, be, not necessarily, but no, like. No, you can't just say boys be boys. Like, you did it, you know? Everything. You know what I mean? But it's like, the mom, like, she's an adult. Like, she's yeah, like. She's an adult. Like she's she, yeah. She, was she mar- she, Was she divorced at least? No, she wasn't. No. Oh, that's oh. Cool. She's, she's older. She's the older person in the group. Her house. She's the young fella who's about what, like seventeen, eighteen. Like, and he it's, has no cough on. Yeah. Like, would you consider yourself mature enough to make decisions like that? Well, Maybe I now, would. Yeah. With an old, with an old, with like, yeah. Twenty. We're nearly twenty. Yeah. 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 But like when you're seventeen or eighteen, you know you're not mature enough to make decisions like that mm. she really did just take advantage of him yeah and it's kind of like, awful it just it's fucking awful really at the end of the day but that up now yeah it's hard to think about we had yeah why do you think it is then that like lads fall out them if they're close friends other than mother well, if we remove the mother lads, equation lads don't usually fall out in a sense like unless they're just awkward well, people I mean? can be cunts and yeah and roy Keane always said and it's a great quality so if you're looking for loyalty in life get a dog <laughs> and I said, it's very true and that's I always go with that I said and look most people are no I won't say most people some people are fine some people are dicks yeah and I'm not simple even going to hold yeah, back here if yeah. you want loyalty mm. in life get a dog and that's well, simple as that start, when I'm you not... start working and stuff like that that's when you realise Jesus like, people are dicks oh, yeah. trust me no people are and that's you know I, I, I'm not but I don't this really is my do. race this isn't, isn't my hatred for humanity right? just, <laughs> just it is true that's what I do. Mm. Just don't yeah. expect anything from people. Like, you know what I mean? It like, is. And people, people have other are... things as well. And you're not the main character. And that's another thing. Like, we can't expect to be fucking someone's main priority. Like, everyone's mm. shit going on. Everyone's yeah. their main what character. Annoys me, what annoys me is, like, you know, like, you, Adam, you have a girlfriend. Mm. You have a girlfriend. Danny, you're just a fucking loser. <laughs> um... Adam's got the left hand. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> You just bring... <laughs> Is there a point to this? Are you just slacking that? Yeah, yeah I think you just wanted to say it. Yeah. You shouldn't have said anything. You should be like, Adam, you've got a girlfriend. I've got a girlfriend. And, uh, <laughs> and Dan, forearms looking strong. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, like, if I'm busy or something, like, if I ask you, like, you asked me not too long ago to go to the cinema with you or whatever. Yeah. And I was working, but let's say I asked you to come to the cinema. And you said, oh, no, I'm hanging out with my girlfriend or something like that. I'd be like, yeah, no bother. Enjoy it. Like, have mm, the crack. Yeah. Or, like, if you said it to me, yeah, it'd be and the I same way, yeah. It'd be the same way around, but then you have some of your mates that are like, what the fuck, bro, you're after, yeah. you know what I mean? It's like the meme of like, the like, you, I always thought it was a joke growing up, but it's like, you've all probably experienced, it's like, you just lose friends when they get in relationships, like boyfriends, girlfriends, whoever, like, it's just, it is weird how like, some people just can't balance like, friendship and relationships. That's it, yeah. And it's like, it does get kind of hurtful when it's like, you kind of see, okay, well, 
I'm happy for another relationship, but it's also it's kind of hurtful that that you kind of see where you are in their priorities. Like, yeah, but that's the thing though. You, when you get older and stuff like that, like I mean, a relationship becomes like the thing where like you know you're living with someone, you're you're sharing money with someone. Yeah, and all yeah. That. Of course, you want to see them a lot more than your mates. You're working and all that. But mm. At the same time, it's nice to have a good balance. Yeah, like I try to have a good balance myself, but then at the same time. Like, you know me, I wouldn't be mad about going out to the pub and all that the whole time. Mm, I wouldn't be yeah. too fond of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. But, like, some of my mates are. And then, like, if they if they turn around to me and say, oh, you're not going out to the pub or whatever, they nearly think it's because of the girlfriend I'm hanging out with mm. myself more than I want to hang out with them. But really, I just prefer to do stuff like go out on the bike, go out hiking or something yeah. like yeah. that. Do those kind of things. It's just not mad fond the pub, like, but I think now there's a big thing to people. I, I I don't know why in secondary school there was some bit of more security with your friends, but I think now that the yeah. way you're just in the real world, you don't see them. You're not guaranteed to see them five days a week. Yeah, that's it. They start hanging out with other people the whole time, but then they don't really, they don't really take you into consideration much. Either. Mm. They just kind of like, oh yeah, he's there whenever I feel like hanging out with him or something like that. You know? Yeah, I just think it's like the thing about they like having you there, where it's like. Oh, like every now and then I'll throw you a bone or something like that. But then it's like, yeah. oh, we should dog out to you. And it's like, well, I don't know. It's a weird thing because we're kind of making one point and making another. Being like, oh, it doesn't yeah, matter if you don't see crit- someone. Crit- no, but it's it's a sad. It's, it's a, a sad personal feeling. basis. Yeah, yeah, it is personal. But no, I, I think we all and everyone experiences it. We're not nowhere no different from anyone else. But like, I think there is a sadness when you lose someone like that. Yeah, and you did, they didn't die, but like it is a sadness. Like there is mm-hmm. this kind of a feel like you lost something you know mm-hmm. so uh, everyone everyone yeah. gets that you know and you do want to be happy for them as well that it's like ah they've got whatever going on for them so it's yeah yeah, yeah. oh no you have to there is a maturity side as well um, and then at the same time like i just feel like people are a bit too caught up on like being friends and stuff like that mm-hmm. in the sense that you know it's some people just think oh you're my best friend that's it yeah you're just my best friend you can't be friends with anyone else mm-hmm. you know what i mean that's what it I've gets had a bit friends toxic like that though, where yeah. you're like you go to be friends, or not that you go to, you're hanging out with your other mates, and then your apparent best friend back in fucking second year or whatever is like, oh, like, fuck you, you're not hanging out with me as much, why are you hanging out? And you're like, Jesus Christ, I'm not going out with you, like, would you come <laughs> Yeah. This week's challenge is the phone sauce, so basically, it does what it says in the tin. So we basically have to swap phones for 60, for 60 minutes, yeah? Well, we'll see, we'll probably, we'll do it like... We're gonna film someone's react. We're all gonna swap phones. Say like, so like, Reese will get my phone. Dan will get uh, Reese's phone. Whatever, whichever. Will we, we do, do a it. random mashup, or does it matter? We we'll just we we'll do like. Yeah, well, basically, it's gonna yeah, be like anyway. the two, or we'll probably do it in pairs. Like, so you get someone's phone. You say, okay, you've got ten minutes to look through Reese's phone, oh, yeah. and we'll say, uh, we'll, we'll record Reese's reaction to watching us. Reese can't stop us from going into anything or looking at anything, and say, me and Dan will be like, all right, let's go. We'll we'll do a screen recording, say, so you can see what we're seeing, and then. Camera on us, camera on Reese, and it's we'll do it that way. So it's like our deepest, darkest seat. We're gonna be careful what we're doing on our phones for next week, basically. Yeah, like, yeah. You take his phone right now. I don't want it. I don't want it. Ah, uh, yeah. We, we want to see that filled. The sanitize the phones before we hand them over. But yeah. So what's your what's your main emotion as we look forward to this challenge? Um, I'm kind of excited to look to it because it always look fun when you do them online, and then also this fear that's like. I've not bad them. I just know I've not banned my phone, but it's also it's like just embarrassing we stuff on my phone. Whatever. We can basically do whatever we want, though. So why do you go yeah, texting we, people, posting? Oh, yeah. that's what Dan's gonna do. He wants to text me, but, Danny, I can give yeah. you my phone. but no, you can all do that, and there's no limits as well. There's no, there's nothing like, 
Oh, you texted the person I want to talk no! to. <laughs> no! No, okay. there's no limits with this, okay? And look, this might this might actually be our fallen out story. Where this like, could be our fallen out story. But no, like don't you need yeah. to, you need to cause enough damage. <laughs> you need enough time to do damage because you got to get people to watch as well. You know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If it was only, but yeah, we'll we'll work out something in due course on it. But uh, no, I'm looking for. I actually am genuinely looking forward to it. Fallen out, kill buzz. Hey, what's your dream? Suppose I don't. I don't know, Dan. It's a really tricky one. I suppose just to kind of be healthy and feel well in myself going forward, and you know that my kids are happy and healthy and, you know, having that kind of, um, just to, to be well in myself. I don't really have any big, mad aspirations or dreams. No, that's, yeah, that's simple enough. That's grand. If you could erase one moment from history, so like personal or general, what would it be? There's, a, there's probably a few. I've made a lot of mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I suppose if I could erase my date in history for the whole of last year, that would be a start. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Was it bad, yeah? <laughs> yeah. I made a few mistakes last year, all right, yeah, but <laughs> we could start there. <laughs> yeah. um, would you ever consider going on first dates or anything like that, no? No, I wouldn't, no. I definitely wouldn't. No, it's grim enough out there than to put myself on the telly to make a show myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the yeah, the telly wouldn't be for everyone. I fair played anyone who does the first day, so that would take some bravery. Like, but I just it yeah, does. I get I get what you mean. Now it would take an extra bit of bravery that probably most people wouldn't well, have. Like, best and worst like moment or day of your life. I suppose the best moments would be like you know having my children and my mom. So like you know having kids, um, they're good moments and you know achieving things that I didn't think were possible as well. You know, um, going back to study as an adult and achieving exams and stuff when I left school at 15. So there's, I've had lots of little achievements like that. Um, worst moments. Again, I've had a lot of loss in my life. So, you know, going through any bereavement or grief or anything like that. And then I'm in recovery as well. So I would have had a lot of moments in my active addiction that would be, you know, some rock bottom moments too, you know. Yeah, and if you don't mind me asking, what were you addicted to? Yeah, so I was um, alcohol and drugs, and um, I would have had eating disorders as well, disordered eating. So oh, yeah. Okay. And um, yeah. did that? Did they last for long, or just what? Well, I, I went. I went into treatment um, when I was twenty-four, so I would have had it from my whole kind of teenage and twenties, early twenties. I would have struggled with addiction and um, disordered eating. Yes, yeah. so I would have struggled with disordered eating from a child, and then obviously I picked up drinking and drugging quite early. So um, yeah, that I kind of went running with that for a while, and then I ended up going into a treatment centre at twenty-four. So thankfully, you know, I've been clean and sober for eighteen years. Um, a day at a time with doing the right things the suggested things that I'd learned along the way so um, yeah all right good yeah no because it is easy to get um, I'm not trying to sound patronizing but it is easy to get into the likes of drink and drugs like I know a lot of people myself my friends and stuff it is easy like yeah. people can say you know I'll never become an addict but it is easy for someone to say that and you can slip into it very easily mm -hmm. like you know anyone yeah. can, can happen to anyone like yeah, well, I think a lot of it is um, for me personally was um, a reaction to like traumas and stuff like that. So it would have been, you know, I think a lot of people that my peers that I would have hung around with got away with doing the same behaviours as me. But I had emotional issues that were kind of 
triggering me to stay in that space, you know, to, to, to continue to stay in that space because living in reality was very painful. You know what I mean? So finding substance and um, escapism, really, like you can find escapism in all sorts of ways. But if it becomes destructive for your for your general well-being, then you really need to have a look at it, whether it's gambling or shopping or sex or the internet or whatever it is for you if it takes you away from you then it's problematic you know so you need to kind of step back and look when you start to lose yourself in the behaviors then it's time to kind of change the behavior you know yeah you know it's true yeah um so was the yoga kind of um another part of like uh what's the word yeah yeah Yeah. so i um my best friend died of cancer uh, 11 years ago uh, I wouldn't have always been like I was never really like a gym head or a fitness freak you know I was you know I, but I started to get into doing exercise like you know when my best friend was diagnosed with cancer and I started joining the gym and and uh, anyway Siobhan God rest her she died and after she died I had um, about a year after she died I had a, a, a breakdown and I ended up going on prescription medication and um, I, because I'm in recovery, it was really, really difficult for me to accept that I needed to get antidepressants because I was kind of of the school of thinking that like you sit with your feelings, you talk about your problems, you know, but I never really had an issue expressing how I was feeling, but I just needed something extra, you know, so I really um, had to kind of change my thinking around prescription medication because for me it was always a form of like escapism or getting out of it or you know what I mean so yeah um, I ended up having to go on um antidepressants and I was on them for three years and um I just kind of decided that I'd had enough of being on them you know it was kind of putting a plaster over a hole that needed surgery you know being on the antidepressants I kind of um I kind of needed them at the time but I was kind of three years on them and I just thought now it's time now to come off them so when I was coming off them, obviously to wean yourself off them gradually or you get very sick, you know, you can't just stop taking the medication or you'd be, you'd be sick, you know. And uh, I joined uh, a studio on the Malahide Road, Hot Yoga Dublin with a friend of mine and I hated it. Like I hated yeah. it because I was, I was going through so much in my body and it was hot yoga. So I was like, oh, my friend just pull up and I'd see her pulling up. I'd be like, here's this bitch now, bring me to this yoga class. And I don't want to be there. Started to find I was getting into the yoga practice instead of being in there resisting it, going, Oh, I fucking don't want to be here, you know what I mean? Yeah. I something started to happen to me within the practice, and I really began to link myself in and connect to the breath and to connect to the movement. It was like something else, you know what I mean? It was yeah. like kind of like hard to explain, but it was like I had complete connection to me, and it was okay to be me and I felt that I was creating a sense of safety within myself that I never really had before you know because I was always looking for things to fill the hole within me like externally with like chemicals relationships whatever it was I found that with having a yoga practice um, it started to create a space within me where I felt safe and I don't know that that resonates with you but I didn't feel safe for so long within my own body because I'd struggled so much with mental health issues and when you're kind of in the height of your mental health issues you don't feel safe you're kind of afraid to be by yourself with your head so it gave me that so for me it was never about like 
folding myself in half or, you know, doing mad yoga tricks. It was all to do with my mental health, breathing and moving because it's a breath led practice. I mean, the word yoga means union. So you're, you know, you're pairing the breath and the movement together. You union, unionizing that. So it's very, it's a very, um, it's a really positive experience for the body. You know, yoga was always set out to be a meditation all the thousands of years ago. It was a, it was a meditative practice. Women weren't allowed practice, actually. Um, it was very misogynistic in India really? back in the day. Yeah, yeah. So um, that's all kind of new hybrid, you know, when they, the way the practice has evolved. But it was really a, a meditation. The yogis would go off and they do their meditation and, and the moving practice came much later. It, it was evolved then, you know you know but it's really all to do with how you live off the mat like yoga is how you are as a person you know what I mean it's like a spiritual practice without getting all woo woo and it's not religious it's about how you are connected to you how you respond how you act it's very much linked to I am in recovery so it's very much linked to the spiritual principles of sweat it's not that it's not for me it, it connects to my spiritual life within um, having a 12 step program in my life. You know what I mean? So um, the similarities for me, um, they're very similar, the yogic principles and the similarities of having a 12 step program. So like, yes, coming to your mat and switching off and tuning in um, is amazing, but really the work is done off your mat, how you are in the world is is yoga. You know what I mean? Um, How you act, how you react, um, but it's 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 such a beautiful thing to have. It's a real passion. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? I can tell. Yeah, it's a real passion, and I, you know, I was very fortunate enough during the summer. Um, I started getting in to see swimming during the summer down in Port Marnock Beach, but I was going down in the mornings and you know doing my own practice because we were in lockdown I'm lucky I live coastal and we were in lockdown so I was doing my own yoga practice and people were asking about it so I started teaching for free down there during lockdown and and then we'd all sea swim so we were doing sunrise um, yoga down on the beach and then in for a dip after and I swear to god like it just carried me and it gave me back so much because we were in lockdown and it it saved my head from going down having a purpose like I was getting up at a quarter to five in the morning to be on the beach for six o'clock and to teach and I'm so fortunate that I've built such a beautiful yoga community out of that experience that the people that I was teaching back last year are still my students now and we've all been on a journey together now look I got a bit of slack um from kind of teaching because it was locked down and I technically shouldn't have been teaching but we were outside on the beach so there was a bit of a backlash on Instagram I had to put my page on private because people report me to guards and like it was next level like yeah 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 bit far and all the same I know it's probably like it's but it was good for people's heads so it's kind of leveling up like do you do slightly illegal yeah I didn't really um not that I didn't care like I wouldn't be disrespectful to what's going on or rubbing people's faces in it but the fact that I it was it was free and it was just a few people and then we'd see swim it was a little community and like everyone was out of work there was people there from every walk of life different careers and you know different things going on and everybody was there for the same reason to stop themselves going under mentally you know and um it was a real privilege to share my practice with 
the men and women that I've met and I'm so grateful and glad for them and um, now we have a lovely little community you know and it gave me as much as I was teaching them something new in the yoga I was overcoming my own stuff in regards to being in the water you know um because I had had uh, trauma with the sea so time in my life that I'll never forget and I, I feel so incredibly privileged and grateful that I've I had that experience you know and um it got me through really dark dark times within myself last year so I think sometimes we put we have to push ourselves um out of our comfort zone you know because I was down there to get over my fear of the water and do my own little practice like you know under the radar and it just opened up a whole world to me that I never expected, you know, so it's, it's, it's a good thing, you know, good things have happened in the, in the lockdown, you know? Yeah. And, um, did the yoga kind of help? A lot of fears are nearly from creating a scenario in your own mind, you know, when you can kind of go mental in your own mind and create something that probably would never actually happen. Was it the yoga that kind of helped when you went into the sea, you could just calm your mind down. So like, it's a practice, like everything else you have to re train your brain you know if you, negativity is addictive like most people that you know that are moans all the time moan, 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 moan. you sit with them you find yourself moaning back with them because it's addictive but also so is positivity positivity is addictive as well so it's about and like we're hardwired from our environment and our conditioning and our child and the people we've been around the people we associate with you know um, and sometimes that negative talk it's it's so hardwired into us, you know, the brain and your talent. And I always say, I um, what we fear the most, we create, you know, up here, you know. So, like for me, um, having struggled with mental health and intrusive thinking, and um, being on my yoga mat for the hour or for the class, I thought of nothing else other than being on that mat. My head wasn't anywhere else other than writing. Now, most of the time, when you start yoga, you're more concerned about am I going to face plant? <laughs> yes, true. Am I going to face plant? Is something going to happen here on the mat, you know? But you're not thinking about anything. Like, you have to just get out of your own way. I'm in my way, you know, creating things that haven't happened yet. You know, it's so true. Like, you, we're constantly projecting and making stories up and, you know, writing movies in our heads that are probably never going to happen, you know? And certainly having a yogic and a meditation practice it does once you're able to bring yourself down in connect into your breath all thoughts disappear you know but that takes a while it's not like you're going to sit here for 10 minutes close my eyes yeah. do a bit of a practice and my head isn't going to be going no like you know it just takes practice it just takes practice like you're committed yourself to doing a yoga or a meditation practice like even starting a small meditation practice for time in yourself for five minutes and just being still um it eventually it, it works you know it does work you know but um certainly for me yoga has changed how I am I used to kind of be quite volatile my anger could spike I'm not saying I'm perfect and I don't react to things anymore you know I have kids of course I could be coming from class all down and come in and be letting rip within minutes coming yeah, in the yeah, door yeah. Because we can only control our actions and our reactions. I can't control you or how you're going to respond or react. Like, you know, um, I work in retail. I've, I deal with aggressive people coming in. I can't control. That's their stuff. You know what I mean? But I can control how I react to them. 
you know, if I react in an aggressive or angry way, I'm going to get myself all up here, you know, and yeah. and uh, stay in that shit. You know, I can stay yeah. in that thing, play the tape all even. That fucker came into the shop and he was, you know what I mean? And, you know, like, and you keep playing the tape, but yeah, you can choose at- to just fall you know? Yeah, no, you'd be at 90 then as well. No, I could do with some yoga myself because, yeah, so I'm in retail as well and you're just dealing yeah. with, you're just dealing with people who are just trying to set you off the whole time. So it is probably good yeah. to have those then that you like just don't basically. But they know it, it's easy to say, but like when you're in that situation, you kind of just need to be like at one with your mind, as you say, just to like, yeah, let it affect I, you. I, sounding like, you know, woo woo or like, cheesy like I genuinely get up every morning and I hand my day over I, I'm just like okay today I'm handing my day over you know I'm going to try and make a positive difference in somebody's life whether it's me being kind to somebody that's coming in to buy something or somebody on the street or whatever just trying to make little differences for people you know and just having compassion for where everybody's at right now you see the brain for me the brain will hook on to a negative thought and it'll grab it and it'll keep throwing it in throwing it in throwing it in yeah. you know to your face and until you feel completely um overwhelmed and sometimes I, I know my own thinking I felt absolutely debilitated with my mental health at times you know absolutely P- paralysis would kick in my thoughts were so frightening that I'd actually feel paralyzed in the bed afraid to move I don't know whether you can identify with that but you know um and what's wrong with me you know and, and I like I've often said like the hardest thing you will ever do is look at your own reflection and connect with your own eyes and go right me and you we're going to do this you know, because a lot of people want to feel better, but they don't want to do the work. It's an ins- it really is an inside job. Um, and I suppose having the yoga again, it's one of the tools. It's one of me- the many tools I have. It's not just yoga. Yoga is connected to me looking after my health, you know, exercising other than yoga. We need it all, you know, um, talk therapy um, 12 step meetings for me, being around positive people eliminating the mood hoovers the people that will just suck the life out of you you know what i mean um you know you know uh, and putting healthy boundaries in place you know i've had to move away from certain people in my life and not because they're bad people or anything but because we outgrow situations and people places and things and sometimes in order to grow you have to just kind of look at stuff and say, well, you know, I don't feel great. I don't feel great here. And maybe it's time I need to step back and really mind myself because all too often we can end up, you know, in places that we don't want to be because we're trying to please others as well. So it's about really looking at your boundaries too. So um, all of that collectively is about like your own little wellness map, you know, um, to kind of get you through really. It's all about connecting in. You know, it's the inside job thing again, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, no, it is interesting because, like, that's what a lot of people struggle with. Because, like, I'd say the amount of people who could do great things in life, but their brain just kind of, um, what's the word, just takes them down. Their fears just take them over and stuff. So, like, stuff like yoga would be, like, it would be so useful for someone, like, the practice of it, like, because, like, mm. just be able to control your thoughts and have a quiet mind or a peaceful mind or, or whatever you call it. But just to, because the likes of fears, like even myself, like anxiety and stuff, and everyone, like it takes you over. And when you don't know how to deal with it, it as you say, like it picks a fear and it just gets bigger. And it's, 
it's very hard if you don't have tools to deal with it it does get overwhelming like and you kind of nearly end up giving up then if you're not strong enough to deal with it or if you don't have tools so um mm. but the the last question i want to ask is for someone i know you were one of these people but for someone who's kind of like skeptical about yoga like just people i know and you know the usual kind of line that's all oh, yoga a lot of shit yeah. you, know you know the usual yeah. stuff I have to say um what would you say to them to try and get into yoga this year the thing about it, and I always say this because I'd often have people come to me and they'd be like, oh my God, my sister, like I'd love to get my sister or my friend to come to your class. For me, it kind of finds you. You can't force it on anybody. Do you understand? It's like, yeah. they might have done yoga years ago and had a bad experience. You know, they might have, you know, would just be open to trying all different types of yoga. I mean, yin yoga is, is a beautiful practice. Um, if you're looking to quieten down the mind. Um, you know, it's about, um, strain in the fascia the connective tissue now it's a quite it's a deep practice but you're holding the postures for longer but it's done kind of in a more meditative state then there's a vinyasa which is like kind of like almost like an aerobic type yoga that's the type of yoga i tend to teach you know and i say aerobic just so you get an understanding it's like a workout you know and there's a shtanga which is the same postures in each you know sequence it's the same um there's all different types so People say yoga is a load of shite. Try all the different types of yoga. Maybe the yoga that you did that time you didn't like, you know, because um, there's the Hatha yoga, which I studied, which is more gentle as well. I studied all different types of yoga. So there's diff so many different types of yoga that like it's to pigeonhole it all as, you know, shite. But I look, I get that. I get that well. And it might be. So maybe yoga is not for you. Maybe try joining a cliff a hill walking club or sea swimming or cycling you know any movement is good for the brain you know anything yeah. is good for the brain but there's been a real trend and um, you know a lot of the football clubs now they do yoga you know it's it, people are noticing that it, it, it has a massive difference physiologically and mentally for you like it's it's a whole the whole package well, look, your boss. ball comes out sends it into the centre, they have to hold possession, the referee gets out of the way, hand passes off, he hits it, he hits it, wow. it's over the bar! Oh! Um, for this week on Kappa Chats, Keating's decided not to turn on his camera again. But yeah, just, just three moments, this is basically the topic this week, so it's our three favourite moments from being in the club. It can be a match, can be whatever, a fucking clean-up day, anything. So, um, yeah, that's it. We'll start with you, Killian, you're our first one. My my first moment, like the most memorable for me was uh the very first time we won cup final against Kyle Love back in like twenty twelve. Just uh I've mentioned it before, but like just the feeling that day after that final is just I still hasn't been matched to this day. Like it was our first final, like and I'll never forget the minute the whistle blew, I just remember Tommy and I seen him crying and he was just it was just it was just a class day. Like went back in the hamlet after and we're celebrating that for about three months after anyway but like <laughs> no just the feeling after that it was such a tough match as well I remember it was like really warm that day it was like a really warm Sunday morning and like kind of like they're a tough team like and gave us a good battle but like just to come through in the end it was just class like that just sticks in my head for the, the most memorable moment yeah and I think no I, yeah that would be I don't have that one written down here but yeah no, that would be a big one as well because <clears throat> just the way like the hurling has started and we probably got in the first few years struggling getting hammerings but like that was the first emergence of a team that could actually be seen to be winning stuff especially against Kyle Dove like he would be a tidy outfit so that was the first emergence like the start of real birth 
the real birth of hurling. Uh, my first one now, um, oh, you, there's no one now in Kappa who doesn't remember this, but there was, um, so Adam Farrell, this is the day he played Minute in the final. I don't oh, know yeah, why yeah, I remember yeah. this, but this he played Minute in Kappa. And I don't know why this memory yeah. just sticks out. Every time I think of Adam Farrell, like, and I think of Kappa, that age group hurling, I always think of that day and that point. I don't know why, but it always sticks in my head. So basically to create the scene for anyone who doesn't play hurling or isn't from Kappa, he gets the ball on the 45. I don't know why this just seems like something out of an All-Ireland. He gets the ball on the on his own 45. He solos the ball up. Now, to be fair, if we were playing a proper team, he would have been fucking taken out of it. But in fairness to him, he got the ball and he bombs up the line. Gets it. He actually does pass by one lad who tries swinging the stick, gets it, sees he has space, goes another little bit, plants the feet, and just he hits it up in the air. And I remember the second I sh- I was it someone was beside me. And or was it was it um or whoever was standing beside me? I said, "What the fuck is he at? Like he's after driving open the air and it's going to drop on the twenty meter line." And everyone was kind of just. I remember was it whoever was full forward was kind of waiting under it, waiting for it to get. Oh, yeah, it was, it was up. Going, it was up in the air for so long. Yeah, it was. And I remember looking up at it. It was kind of like godlike. It was never going to come down. And I remember then as it got as it went higher, it actually went farther as well. Like and it was kind of it was defying gravity as it went up, and um. I remember just looking up and I said, boys, this is going over. And uh, and it just kind of kept going and kept going. I remember the whole, and this is the real defining moment. I remember the crowd. Do you remember the awe of the crowd? And like, there was yeah, like oh, 50 no, people there. Yeah, and it was like, oh, yeah. And I remember it went over and uh, yeah, but that was, I probably got a bit right away with it. But yeah, no, I thought that was just class point. So that was, that was my first moment anyway. Yeah, just one of the real standout moments in Kappa history. Yeah, there, but he so. took it like, it was like, would you say his own 45 like was it? Well, yeah, he ran up a bit. So I, like he started from there. I'd say it was on like the halfway line, like that's it. Some distance now, like he just out of nowhere, like and he wouldn't usually do that. Like like I said, that was his like first time like starting scoring, like, you know what I mean? After that, he just had the confidence to take them on. But he yeah. just took that out of nowhere. It was such a good point, like. Yeah, no, it was unbelievable. And it really just shook everyone as well because they were like, fucking hell, he never scores. He must, we'll, let, we'll definitely win today. Anyway. Was that an extra time, wasn't it? Was it an extra time? I, I know the game went to extra time. I'm not actually sure was it extra time, but it went to extra time, innit? Um, but yeah, but yeah, all the same, a real Hall of Fame moment. Um, what's So what's your second uh, moment? The second one, the, this definitely all stands out for me, the... The time the week, I don't know what year it was now. I'm not really sure. I think it's 2014, but I could be wrong. Remember the time they done the Pride of the Parish in all Kappa? Oh, yeah. Just uh, that whole weekend was just insane. Like, it was such a good buzz. It was, um, they just got a lot of like everyone in Kappa, like on different teams playing against each other. And oh my god, it was just some buzz the whole weekend. Like, we were just class pretty much all the like the older lads and some of the mentors as well. Like, they got like a Chipper van down as well. I was munching out of Chipper van the whole weekend, but uh, yeah, no, that's that was my week, my second favorite thing now. Yeah, no, that was good crack to be fair. The second one now would have to be the the reserves win the final. Um, they just happened to be playing on that team. I wasn't obviously fucking serious few players in it. Uh, the reserves footballers won the final, so uh, just see what it meant like to the main. The, it, it wasn't even for me that it was a big thing. It was just that, like, I know lads say, oh, it's reserve fucking whatever it was, reserve match. But, like, just to see what it meant to, like, just the main lads, like the lads, like Tommy, Tommy Grogan, uh, Peter Kennedy, boys like that. 
like to see what it meant to them was unreal. Like them going all their lives without winning anything for for cap. I don't think they won anything for cap. I know. So uh, no, like it was just to win it for them. Like I it, obviously it was nice to win it as well. Like obviously love the club and all, but um to see what it meant to all the older boys was um was nice. That's a moment I would kind of won't forget after the match. Everyone standing around. So no, that was it was nice to do that for them. Yeah, that was, yeah, that's good. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's just a nice memory. I always look back on that nicely. Just say well, I fucking won something before I before I stopped playing. Um, yeah. uh, what's your third memory? Oh, I kind of struggle to come up with a third one now because like there's nothing that kind of jumps straight to mind if you know what I mean. Yeah, but um, it would probably have to be the the final we won there. The was the under seventeens, was it? Oh, that one. Yeah. My boy there. Like, oh yeah. Just because of the way, like, do you remember the season before we were just kind of, you know, like we weren't playing great and training wasn't really going well. And then we just pulled out the bike for that season. And I know we lost to Dick Lecoq that year as well in the minor, but like just to actually win, get back on a final again after having a good year, like it was just, just have that win, winning feeling again. It was good. So that's probably my third moment. Like, yeah, no, that was nice. No, it was nice even to see that, like, because it, it was like last year was a cunt, like, to lose to them pricks and cock three times must have been sick. And like, I was fuming after that final. And I'm sure, I, and I know everyone on the team was as well. Like, because especially not when we lost to cock by a pint, that was proper sick. And like, you'd rather get absolutely slapped around the place than lose by a pint. Like, it was just sick. Yeah. Absolutely sick. And I nearly cried that day. Yeah. No, that was I think it'd be like, oh, it's only a league game, but like, just to come back close. Like, we played so well as well that day. Yeah, no, but like, do you know the way people say it's only the league? Like, that never comes into play when it's Kilcock. Like, it's even if it was like a fucking pre season challenge, it's it's Kilcock. Like, you know, this. Um, uh, sorry, my third one, I just said, um, it was when they, there's, I have a few now. I was, wasn't really sure now. I didn't want to put in, there was one thing that was kind of about myself. I kind of didn't want to put in and sound all vain, but there was a different one now. So it was like, remember when the, um, my mine are mostly like games that were won, but it's like remember when we won the Camogie final? It was a few years ago, it was like twenty eighteen or nineteen. Um, that was which one is it? Do you know the remember the seniors won the Camogie and um remember was it Rat Coffee the game was on? Oh yeah 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 remember that yeah 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 just like there's no like reason it's just like literally just anyone who's there will get it. Why I think this is like you know there was a serious, serious crowd that game wasn't there? Yeah, and I remember the best thing was. A was against Kilcock and B we had like outnumbered them like fans wise like 10 to 1 remember there was no one from Kilcock at the game yeah do you remember like the far side of the barrier was all cap people the whole way along that yeah I remember that That no that was class like that was not we, was... we got into Lancer after that didn't we remember uh, that I don't know where they were from they came down to cap at that time do you remember oh yeah we played Kiltail I think what first was, yeah then... was that yeah I think that was them and was it Raharney we got battered to? Remember we got like absolutely hammered by one team. But like even just to get into that all like just to get into that full stop is a serious achievement. Like you know, I know like remember the set I don't know where you at the semi-final, it was it against Kill, I think. That was in Kappa. That was that was obviously a serious game. And just like pure battle, killer obviously. Um I'm trying to think of a nicer word for them, but uh knackers would probably be the applicable word, but um <laughs> they'd be uh Kill would be made of tough stuff now, rough stuff and more than tough. But then obviously Kilcock in the final, that was a sweet one. And then 
but yeah, just a, a great, just the fans overall was unbelievable. I didn't think there was many, that many people in Cappy, you know, honest to God. Like, I swear we just fucking... That probably was the whole parish turned out for that game. There's no one left in town Yeah, no, there genuinely wasn't. Every house and the church was robbed that day. Or that. <laughs> there, were some, there were some hard hits in that game, though, wasn't there? Yeah, there was. The, like, the, the, like, the amount of girls that come off the pitch in there, like, that game was unreal. And they were, like, proper hard hits. Like. Yeah, they were tough. I, but, uh... The ball came just out in front of us. We were on the far sideline. I remember two, um, two or three of them went in for the ball and we were like fucking trucks crashing into each other. It was tough stuff. Like, you know, people who say the women's game isn't tough we want to go and watch a game because it's tough stuff. Like, you've seen a good few Camogie matches and they are proper tough. Like, uh, yeah, do you remember that time you wanted us to, there was an idea going out for us to play the, the Camogie team that time? You remember? <laughs> no, but we were only like 16 and they wanted us to play like pure, like full on adults. Like, I it never, and as well as that, it would have been awkward as well. Like, you can't not to be like sound like a weirdo, but like, you can't really play like women when you're, especially like when you're like 10 at Scram, like when you're like 17, 18, like you can't really, like, it's not, it's just not, I don't know why. Maybe I'm just a weirdo, but I just don't think you can. No, I think that's just you, that. <laughs> 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 now we would have got absolutely slapped around oh we would have got fucking battered and I was kind of thinking like look at the size of them look at the size of us like, like I know that like like men are stronger than women that's not like a sexist thing like they are scientifically stronger than women just you know well like didn't really apply to our team we were probably the strength like 10 year old girls you know um, like in our team all together like Thanks a million for listening. Don't forget to follow us on all the socials, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, you know, the usual crack. If you want to contact us, that's bandlikillbuzz at gmail.com, simple enough. And yeah, that's great. Fair play to you for watching. Um, stay safe and yeah, enjoy your week.